What is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to another episode here on the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And guys, in today's episode, we're going to be previewing all of the wonderful games that we have in this beautiful college football week six in the 2022 season. So anyway, guys, sit back, relax, grab your coffee if you're on your way to work, or grab some popcorn if you're just chilling out listening. Because I'm telling you guys, we have a lot of matchups that we've got to talk about, and a lot of them are going to be big time Definitely when it comes to a lot of unbeatens and just conference standing. So anyway, guys, like we always say in the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast, I don't want to waste y'all's time, so we're not going to talk a lot about any other things. So let's get right into today's action and all of the games that we have to preview for this week six, week six blockbuster weekend, so to speak. Now, normally when it comes to college football, normally they will kick off on Thursdays, but actually... We have a game on Wednesday, and this is due to because of unfortunately Hurricane Ian and it going through Florida. So on week, so so on Wednesday, October the fifth, we actually will kick off our week six slate of games as we have the SMU Mustangs traveling down to the Bounce House in Orlando to take on the UCF Knights. Now this game, it'll be at um, six six o'clock p.m. Central Time on ESPN two. Honestly, should be a very good game as SMU has a very high-powering offense with their starting quarterback, Tanner Mordecai, and star wide receiver, Rasheed Rice. So it'll be really interesting to see how UCF will do against them considering the fact that they also, the last time they played, had a very dominant game. So in this game, I know you might, might think I'm crazy, but I definitely would want to take SMU, and it hurts to say as a TCU fan, but... I think SMU, if they're able to finally fix a lot of the issues that they have on defense, especially against the run game, I think they honestly could be able to beat UCF. So I would definitely would take SMU in this game to kick off week six. But anyway, guys, now let's get over to the first, I guess you could say, official, official day of week six. And this will be on Friday as we have a few matchups, nothing blockbuster. But the first one that I do want to talk about is going to be on Friday, October 7th at 6 o'clock p.m. on FS1 as we have the Nebraska Cornhuskers traveling to New Jersey to take on the Rutgers Knights. So probably going to be a snooze fest of a game as we've all seen here recently with the Big Ten. Just points are not going to really be you know coming in any type of swarm. Rutgers coming off last week's huge loss to Ohio State and Nebraska coming off a win against Indiana, you know, so kind of two opposites, two opposites on a table, you know, Nebraska has, a, has at least some type of momentum going into this game, Rutgers is coming off just a really dis- disappointing, not disappointing loss, but definitely a loss that they could have at least neutralized a lot, so to speak, against Ohio State, because we've seen how Ohio State has played against a lot of group of five schools, but regardless, I, de- I definitely think Rutgers will get things going, and I think they will beat this Nebraska team, you know, despite Nebraska beating Indiana last week, I do think that Rutgers overall is a better team, so definitely give me Rutgers in this game. Now, at 6.30 p.m. on ESPN2, we have the Houston Cougars, who have been one of the biggest disappointments so far in college football after they lost to Tulane last week. They lost to Kansas. It's just been a really rough, just really rough start to the season so far for the Cougars as they will travel to Memphis to take on the 4-1 Memphis Tigers. So, Going to be a tough test for Houston and definitely Memphis as they finally are going to get a real opponent in Houston. Now, in terms of how this game will go, I think, honestly, Houston should be able to win this game. Houston, talent-wise, especially on offense with guys like Tank Dell, they should easily be able to beat this Memphis Tiger team. But at the same time, I've seen how, and I know y'all have too as well, you've seen how uh, 
not Memphis, Houston's kind of just always flunked so far, and I really hope the offense isn't like that. But if the offense can get things going, they can get the pass game going, I definitely would take Houston in this game. So give me the Cougars to finally get on track and also get their first AAC win of the year. But anyway, guys, we just had, there's only two more games left, and, it's, and the next one's going to be at 9.30 p.m. Central Time on FS1 as we have the 0-4 Colorado State Rams taking on the 2-3 Nevada Wolfpack. I'm not even going to talk about it. Colorado State, after getting blown out a couple weeks ago to Sacramento State, 41-10. Give me Nevada in this game by at least 50,000 points. And then to wrap up Friday's slate of games at 9.30 p.m. Central Time on CBS Sports Network, we have the 4-1 UNLV Rebels, which is kind of weird to say 4-1 for them, taking on the 3-1 San Jose State uh, Spartans. So kind of an interesting matchup, you know, especially if you like the Mountain West. Uh, I definitely would take UNLV in this game. Nothing against San Jose State, but I think UNLV and a lot of the transfers transfers that they've got in the offseason, I think they'll be able to easily beat San Jose State in this game despite it being played in San Jose. So, But anyway, guys, let's get over to Saturday and obviously the main day of college football and the main day of college football week six. And to kick it all off at 11 a.m. Central Time on Fox, we have the fourth-ranked Michigan Wolverines traveling Wolverines, sorry guys, traveling to Bloomington, Indiana to take on the Indiana Hoosiers. Now, this game will not be close at all, especially if Blake Corum, the star running back for the Wolverines, definitely gets things going like he did last week against Iowa. So definitely give me the Michigan Wolverines huge in this game over a pretty weak Indiana Hoosiers defense. Now anyway, guys, the next game that we have is going to be at 11 a.m. Central Time on ESPN as we have the 8th-ranked Tennessee Volunteers traveling all the way down to Baton Rouge, Louisiana to take on the 25th-ranked LSU Tigers. Now, LSU is coming off a great comeback win last week against Auburn at Jordan-Hare. Uh, Jaden Daniels played really well. Um, I mean, just overall, LSU, they seem to, they've kind of started to get their groove back. You know what I mean? They're starting to play a lot more like LSU. And then on the flip side for Tennessee, they still have star quarterback Hendon Hooker. I mean, I still think that in this game, Tennessee should easily be able to beat LSU just due to the fact that I don't think LSU's defense can hold off the high-powering offense of Tennessee, most notably because they have a Heisman candidate and Hendon Hooker as their starting quarterback. So despite it being down in LSU, give me the Tennessee Volunteers over the LSU Tigers. Now, the next game that we have, and this is actually where college game day is going to be, and it's so weird to say this, but we have the 17th-ranked TCU Horned Frogs traveling to Lawrence, Kansas, where, where ESPN College Game Day is going to be at, taking on the 19th-ranked Kansas Jayhawks. And, yes, you heard that right, the 19th and 5-0-ranked Kansas Jayhawks. Now, Kansas coming off what was a pretty weird game last week against Iowa State because Iowa State's kicker, a freshman kicker, just apparently – he could not kick, even though it's his only job. He could not kick a field goal to save his life, and ultimately that would that would be what would save Kansas at the very end as they would beat Iowa State 14-11. to But nonetheless, it was still a win. Kansas finally boosted themselves into the top 25, despite the fact that they should have been in there last week. But anyway, then you also have TCU on the flip side, who also has a dark, uh, also has a dark horse Heisman candidate of their own in uh, senior quarterback Max Duggan, who has absolutely got off to a great start in the 2022 season so far. He he actually exposed OU's defense last week. Him, Kendra Miller, who was one of the top running backs in all of college football, 
and this might be a little bit biased, so because I mean, most people that listen to this, y'all know that I am a TCU fan, but I just personally think that as high powering as TCU's offense is, it's, it's something that I don't feel that Kansas has seen yet. And you can say Houston was definitely that type, but Houston's not playing like how Houston should be. So definitely in this game, give me the TCU Horn Frogs over the Kansas Jayhawks. And I hate to say it because I really want Kansas to be able to be successful, but. When it comes to my Horned Frogs, man, I just think overall, just the way the defense is played as well, especially against that high-powering offense of OU with Dylan Gabriel and all that, I mean, you're telling me that when they play Kansas, they won't be able to do that and more. But nothing against Kansas. I think, honestly, I think Jalen Daniels is a top quarterback in, the, in college football right now and definitely is well-deserving of a lot of recognition. But I do think TCU's offense with Max Duggan, Kendra Miller, Quentin Johnston, and all of those star weapons that they have on offense, I think it will be too much for Kansas. So give me the Horned Frogs from Fort Worth in this game over the Jayhawks. But anyway, guys, the next game that we have, and it will be at 11 a.m. Central Time on uh, on the SEC Network, we have the now non-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks uh, traveling to Starkville, Mississippi to take on the 23rd-ranked Mississippi State Bulldogs. Now, Arkansas coming off. A pretty disappointing week last week against Alabama. You know, Bryce Young would come out with an injury. It started to look like in the third quarter that Arkansas was going to be able to come back in this game. And then in the fourth quarter, Jameer Gibbs absolutely goes off and destroys the Arkansas defense as they get absolutely uprooted by the Crimson Tide. And honestly, it's been definitely a rough stretch these past couple weeks for the Razorbacks. But now they're traveling into Starkville against the Mississippi State team who just got off blowing the absolute breaks out of Texas A&M, who was 17th ranked last week. So uh, as much as I hate to say it, definitely give me Mississippi State over Arkansas in this game because I just think Mississippi State's environment with the cowbells and everything like that, especially with how Will Rogers played last week, those three touchdown passes, no interceptions, dang near 300 passing yards. I just think Mississippi State should be able to cruise to a win over Arkansas in this game because I think Arkansas is still going to be kind of down in the dumps. I mean, you know, I like Sam Pittman. I like what he's doing with Arkansas, but I just think Mississippi State's environment is just going to be too much for the Razorbacks to handle in this game. Now, anyway, guys, the next game that we have, and it'll be at 11 a.m. Central Time on ESPNU, we have the uh, Missouri Tigers who are coming off a week where they almost upset the number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs at that time. They're traveling to Gainesville, Florida to take on the Florida Gators. Now for Florida, this will be an inter interesting matchup because now they're going up against a team who has had back-to-back -back weeks of almost beating pretty solid teams. You know, Missouri choked against Auburn. They did the same thing to Georgia, so... Definitely will probably give Florida some fits in this game, but the fact that this game is being played in the swamp, I think Anthony Richardson has a lot that he wants to prove to the nation. And now that they are also, you know, they still don't have a win yet in SEC play, I think that's going to drive him a lot to be able to give the Gators a win over Missouri. So give me the Florida Gators in this game over the Missouri Tigers. Now, for the next game that we have, and the more historically great rivalry game that we have, and this is obviously going to be the Red River rivalry game, and this will be at 11 a.m. Central Time on ABC. Now we have the Texas Longhorns who are unranked, and we have the Oklahoma uh, Sooners who are unranked as well after a just disappointing past two weeks getting upset by Kansas State and then getting blown out in Fort Worth by TCU. So both teams, they do have a decent amount to prove for Texas. You know, yes, they did go and beat West Virginia, but no offense, West Virginia has kind of become the Kansas right now, the Big 12, and, you know, roles have been reversed. So this will be Texas's real first test since Alabama in Week 2. 
And, you know, the big thing in this game is Dylan Gabriel will probably be out with a concussion because he suffered one. And I know a lot of people were debating if it was a dirty hit or not a dirty hit. We all have our own opinions personally, and this might be a little biased too. I just don't think it was dirty. The quarterback was starting to slide after the player was already diving to make the tackle. But regardless, Dylan Gabriel is going to be banged up. Even if he plays in this game somehow, he's still going to probably be banged up and a lot more reluctant to even run the ball, which in case you don't know, Dylan Gabriel is a great runner. So that's going to influence his game a lot. And then also the backup quarterback play for OU was horrendously bad against TCU. So the fact they're going up against an even better defense in UT may not be great. And also the best part about it is Quinn Ewers, this might actually be his first game back as well after that injury he suffered in week two. So, yeah, I would definitely take the Texas Longhorns in this game by at least a touchdown just because I think OU, they're just going to be so down right now on themselves due to the just how past two weeks have been. And I think Texas, they're also going to be a little bit pissed because they want to prove to the nation that they deserve to be in the top 25. So give me the Longhorns over the OU Sooners in the Red River rivalry. Now, the next game we have, and it's going to be at 11 a.m. Central Time. We still have a little bit more 11 a.m. games to talk about, but it will be at 11 a.m. Central Time on the Big Ten Network as we have the Purdue Boilermakers coming off an upset win against Minnesota last week, traveling to College Park, Maryland, to take on the 4-1 Maryland Terrapins. Now, Maryland's kind of been one of the big surprises in the Big Ten so far. You know, they had wins against SMU, Michigan State last week, and they've just been playing very solid so far. They've been playing very solid football. I like the offense with Talia Tagovailoa and all the weapons that he has as around him. They've just been fundamentally sound. But the biggest knock for Maryland is they're also going to give you. Uh, they're also going to give up a ton of points as well because the defense, for some reason, excuse me, is not able to stop a lot of stuff despite being able to obviously stop Michigan State last week. And then on the flip side, you know, for Purdue, they're coming off an upset last week at Minnesota. Now they're traveling to Maryland. So could we potentially see Purdue probably beat Maryland? I don't think so. I think Maryland in this game, their offense is going to probably be connecting on all fours a lot better. A main reason why Purdue beat uh, Minnesota last week was due to the fact that Minnesota's quarterback, Tanner Morgan, he threw three interceptions on the day, which were all pretty costly. And honestly, I'd get I, honestly if you were a better, I would take the Terrapins of this game. I think Talia Tagovailoa, he's gonna have another great game, another 300 plus yard pass game. So give me the Terrapins to beat the Purdue Boilermakers. Now, anyway, guys, that's actually it for the 11 11 a.m. game. Ugh, the 11 a.m. games. I lied. I'm sorry, guys. I thought there was a lot more, but when I'm looking at it. There really wasn't that many anymore. So now let's get over to the uh, late afternoon, early evening slate of games. And the first game that we're going to be talking about, this is the the oldest rivalry in the South. And this will be at 2.30 p.m. Central Time on CBS as we have the Auburn Tigers taking on the second-ranked Georgia Bulldogs. Now for Georgia, they're coming off a disappointing win last week against Missouri because they almost got upset by a Missouri team that literally, literally, lost to an Auburn team that probably should have lost that game themselves but nothing less Georgia I think is still a good team despite a lot of mistakes by Stetson Bennett in the offense last week and you know some mistakes made by the defense I think they're gonna they're gonna have a lot and I mean a lot they're gonna want to prove this week against Auburn then on the flip side for Auburn despite uh, Robbie Ashford having a pretty solid game passing just the offense was non-existent. Tank, Tank Bigsby the star running back for the Tigers was never able to really get anything going and I think we're going to see another week like that because Georgia's offense with Brock Bowers especially, I think he's going to run all over this Auburn defense. So give me the Georgia Bulldogs to beat the Auburn Tigers in this game as Georgia's literally favored by 28 points in this game. So if you're doing it by spread, 
I would probably take Auburn in this game, but if you just want the money line, I would definitely take Georgia in this game over the Auburn Tigers. Now, for the next game that we have, and it'll be at 2.30 p.m. Central Time on FS1, we have the Texas Tech Red Raiders traveling to Stillwater, Oklahoma to take on the 7th-ranked Oklahoma State Cowboys. Now, Oklahoma State coming off a dominant win last week in Waco against the at the, at the time 19th-ranked Baylor Bears. They're going to want to be able to continue to prove that they're deserving of the top 10 ranking against the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Now, Tech coming off a loss to Kansas State last week in which Donovan Smith, their starting quarterback, continue to struggle with a lot of turnover issues. Um, I think in this game, Oklahoma State should be able to withhold the offense of Texas Tech because I think Spencer Sanders will probably have a field day on this Texas Tech defense. Nothing against Tech fans, but y'all's defense is absolutely horrendous, especially against the passing game. So I would definitely take the Oklahoma State Cowboys to beat the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Now the next game that we have, and it'll be at 2.30 p.m. Central Time on, on Fox, and this honestly is probably going to be one of the more underrated games of the weekend as we have the 11th-ranked Utah Utes going to Pasadena, California in the Rose Bowl to take on the UCLA Bruins, who are now ranked 18th. So now we have a top 25 matchup in the Pac-12. Now UCLA coming off a dominant win last week against Washington, who at the time I think was ranked 11. You know, they're going to want to be able to prove that it wasn't just a fluke game, especially DTR, the starting quarterback for the Bruins, who had a phenomenal day, arguably his best best game as a collegiate athlete. And then on the flip side for Utah, and I, I'm going to keep talking about it, they're still on a rampage from that 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 you know really disappointing week one loss at Florida. You know, they still are going to want to be able to prove to the college football playoff committee and everybody else that, you know, they're worthy of being a top 10 team. So, um. I don't know how to really – I think, honestly, Utah will probably win this game due to the fact that they do have a better defense than Washington, and I don't think UCLA will be able to get away with as much as they did against Washington against Utah. So definitely give me the Utes to beat UCLA, but I think it will be a very close game at that. So I do think Utah will survive. as they will, Then they will improve to 5-1, and one, and then UCLA will be handed their first loss of the season. Now the next game that we have, and it's not really a great game, but it's just a kind of funny game, meme game if you want to call it, as we have – and it'll be at 2.30 p.m. Central Time on the Big Ten Network as we have the Wisconsin Badgers traveling to Evanston, Illinois to take on the Northwestern Wildcats. Now, you're probably wondering, why would it be funny? Well, uh, Wisconsin got blown out last week by uh, Illinois. And, you know, talent-wise, it shouldn't have even been close. It should have been the other way around. Braylon Allen, I don't even think he got 10 rushing yards on the day. Graham, uh, Graham Mertz, he had a horrible day as well. And, and then on the flip side, you have Northwestern who, you know, they did put up a semi-dog fight against Penn State. They only, they only allowed the Nittany Lions to put up 17 points at home. Uh, but you also have to remember Northwestern is the same team that lost to Southern Illinois and Miami of Ohio in back-to-back -back weeks. So it'll be interesting. I think Wisconsin should be able to win this game. I just don't, I don't think they're that bad enough to where they're going to lose to Northwestern. But I wouldn't be shocked at the same time if we did see Northwestern somehow pull a win over Wisconsin. But anyway, definitely take the Badgers in this game. I just think, I mean, just it'd be really hard to lose to a team as bad as Northwestern, and especially for a team like uh, Wisconsin that still does have a ton of talent on their team. But Anyway, guys, the next game I want to talk about is going to be at 3 p.m. Central Time on ABC as we have the third-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes traveling to East Lansing to take on the Michigan State Spartans. Now, if we're looking back at week one 
or you know preseason this game was a huge matchup this was one that i knew a lot of people were anticipating a lot of people just could not wait for and now that it's finally here it's one of the games that is just going to be completely one-sided because of how bad michigan state's offense has been so far it's not even all in the, the hands of their quarterback peyton thorne i mean honestly he hasn't even played that bad it's just the fact that the run game which we thought was going to be a strong suit and has always kind of been a strong suit for michigan state it's just not been able to get going this year so far, and that's that's what's really cost them a lot of these games, most notably against uh, uh, Washington a few weeks back. And then on the flip side for Ohio State, they absolutely massacred Rutgers last week. And, you know, C.J. Stroud's continuing to be on his Heisman, his Heisman campaign. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., he's kind of emerged as a number one option for the Buckeyes. And I just think they're going to steamroll over Michigan State in this game. So give me the Buckeyes huge against the Spartans of Michigan State. Uh, the next game that we have, it'll be at 3 p.m. Central Time on the Pac-12 Network as we have the 21st-ranked Washington Washington Huskies traveling to Tempe to take on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Uh, I think Washington, they should easily be able to beat Arizona State. Uh, you know, Michael Penix Jr., despite having a pretty weak showing against UCLA last week, and now he's playing against an Arizona State defense that it's just not that great so definitely give me Washington huge over Arizona State now the next game that we're going to be talking about and let me just kinda continue to go down a little bit more so now we're gonna be talking about the evening slate of games and the first game that I'm gonna to wanna to talk about is going to at, going to be at 6.30 p.m. Central Time on ABC as we have the fifth ranked Clemson Tigers traveling to Chestnut Massachusetts to take on the Boston College Eagles now Boston College, they're one of those teams that had a lot of expectations going into the season due to the fact with guys like their starting wide receiver Zay Flowers and their quarterback. And ultimately, they just they've kind of flopped. They're they're sitting right now at two and three, one and two in ACC play. And then on the flip side with Clemson, DJ Ugalele is starting to get a lot more like his 2020 form, which I know a lot of Clemson fans are super happy about. So I mean, and after a very dominant win last week against NC State, who at the time was a top 10 team. I would definitely take Clemson huge in, huge in this game over Boston College. Now, the next game that we have is going to also be at 6.30 p.m. Central Time on Fox as we have the 4-1 Washington State Cougars traveling to, traveling to Los Angeles to take on the 6th-ranked USC Trojans. Man, is this game going to be absolutely a just shootout. Washington State with their transfer quarterback, Cam Ward, who came over from UIW, He's been, so far, in my opinion, phenomenal. The defense as well for Washington State, they've been pretty solid on the year. Then on the flip side, you have, you know, Lincoln, the Lincoln-Riley-led USC Trojans who, you know, have Caleb Williams at the helm, their play caller. They have Mario Williams, uh, the 2021 Belenikoff winner, Jordan Addis. I mean, it's going to be a very entertaining game to watch. I mean, really, it, I mean, I'm kind of glad that this game won't be a 10 o'clock starting time for a lot of people because it should definitely be a good one, but... I think USC, their offense is going to be just way too dang good against Washington State's defense, just skill-wise compared. So definitely I'll take USC in this game, but don't be shocked if it does end up becoming a lot closer than that you'd feel like the experts would say. And, you know, shout-out to Lee Corso for, for, always be, for always saying that. But anyway, guys, the next game that we have, and it will be at 6.30 p.m. Central Time on the SEC Network. We had the South Carolina Gamecocks led by Spencer Rattler traveling to Lexington, Kentucky to take on the 13th-ranked Kentucky Wildcats. Now, Kentucky coming off a game that, that was pretty much was their – like they had every opportunity to beat Ole Miss last week. You know, they're going to be wanting revenge, and obviously they're going to be playing a pretty weak South Carolina team who defensively I don't think they could stop a turtle even if it was coming at them like 
two in two times slower. So I definitely would take Kentucky in this game huge. Uh, will Levis will probably have a field day against South Carolina. I just think overall Kentucky should be able to blow out the Gamecocks of South Carolina. Now, anyway, guys, the next game we're going to talk about, and it's also going to be at 6.30. Dang, I didn't realize how many 6.30 games they had going <laughs> on Saturday. But the next game that we'll be talking about will be between the 16th-ranked BYU Cougars traveling to Allegiant Stadium. So this game, it will not be in South Bend, but they will be playing Notre Dame at the uh, Las Vegas Raiders Stadium. And this game will actually be pretty solid. It'll be a true test for BYU, their first real test since they played Oregon, where they got absolutely demolished. And then for Notre Dame, this will be kind of their first real game as well, you know, after having disappointing losses to uh, to Marshall and then almost losing to uh, uh, to Cal the following week. You know, they did go go out and went and beat North Carolina at home in Chapel Hill. But this will be a definitely a huge test for Notre Dame. I do think that BYU probably should be able to win this game. I think if Jaron Hall can get the offense going, because, I mean, BYU has a great defense. But if they're able to get the offense going and kind of playing the same way that they did against Baylor, I would definitely take BYU in this game. Despite the fact that Notre Dame is favored, I just think that if the quarterback play, you know, if it plays the same way it did the first two the first two losses that they had, I think this should easily be a win for BYU. So give me BYU to beat the fighting Irish of Notre Dame in Las Vegas. Now, anyway, guys, the next game that we have, and it will be at 6.30 p.m. Central Time on ESPNU as we have the 20th-ranked Kansas State Wildcats traveling to Ames, Iowa to take on the Iowa State Cyclones. Iowa State coming off a just very disappointing offensive showing against Kansas. They're going to be wanting revenge. They're going to be playing against a very – offensively heavy team, especially run-heavy team with Adrian Martinez and Deuce Vaughn. Uh, I expect Kansas State to be able to beat Iowa State, despite the fact that it is being played in Ames, and I think it will be a lot closer. I do think that Kansas State, just due to the sheer fact of their offense, they should be able to beat a pretty offensively weak team in Iowa State. So give me the Wildcats to beat the Cyclones in Iowa. Now the next game that we have and what was supposed to be the biggest game of the weekend, but after some events, it became kind of one of the more just least talked about games. And this is going to be at 7 p.m. Central Time on CBS as we have the Texas A&M Aggies traveling to Tuscaloosa, Alabama to, to take the now-ranked uh, number one overall Alabama Crimson Tide. Now, the biggest thing in this game is going to be will Bryce Young play? Will he be able to play through the pain of his shoulder and everything like that? And, you know, obviously, Jameer Gibbs will probably be a huge focal point in the offense due to the fact that they're not going to want to ruin Bryce Young's shoulder or anything like that. And, you know, on the flip side as well, Alabama's defense, I think they're going to have a field day against Texas A&M because if Texas A&M starts Haynes King due to the fact that I'm pretty sure Max Johnson will be out this game, oh, my goodness, A&M fans, you might as well not even check into this game because it's going to be just, oh, my Lord. Now, nothing against Haynes King. I just – especially the way he, when he came in for Max Johnson last week against Mississippi State and he threw a pick six and then also threw another interception. I think at that point, the hype for him officially died. And I think if he does make the start against Alabama and just how, especially how great of a secondary that Alabama has, as well as even their linebacker and defensive front, it's going to be a massacre on national television. So give me the Alabama Crimson Tide huge against the Aggies of Texas A&M. Now, the next game that I'm going to want to talk about is going to be at 7 p.m. Central Time on the Pac-12 Network as we have the 12th-ranked Oregon Ducks traveling to Tucson, Arizona to take on the Arizona Wildcats. Arizona's coming off a huge – or not Arizona. Oregon's coming off a huge win 
against Stanford last week. And I think they're just going to continue that momentum. Bo Nix played fantastic, the Auburn transfer. And I think he'll have another great day as well. So give me Oregon huge over the Arizona Wildcats. Now, excuse me, guys. The next game that we're going to talk about is going to be at 7 p.m. Central Time on the ACC Network. As we have the Florida State Seminoles, who are currently still sitting at 4-1, traveling to Raleigh, North Carolina to take on the 4-1, 14th ranked NC State Wolfpack. Now, I think this game will definitely be a pretty solid one. Now, Florida State, despite losing to Sam Hartman and Wake Forest last week, they didn't play that bad at all on offense. Jordan Travis, their starting quarterback, he played really good, in my opinion. The offense was really solid. Just Wake Forest had a better offense overall, and, and uh, Florida State's defense could just could not handle that. And I think if Jordan Travis and Florida State generally can play well enough, play the way they played against LSU in Week 2, I mean, honestly, I think they'll give NC State some fits despite NC State having one of the best defenses in all of the country. But I do think that NC State, considering it is being played up in North Carolina, I think they should be able to beat Florida State. So give me the Wolfpack to take down Florida State. But once again, it'll definitely be a closer game than most people probably think. So anyway, guys, that wraps up for all of the games that we have for week six of the 2022 college football season. Let me know which games y'all looking forward to the most. I know me as a TCU fan, I'm looking forward the most to the TCU-Kansas game. Because, I mean, that's just going to be – I just – I can't remember the last time I got excited to go watch a TCU versus Kansas game. Because it's always just been one-sided. So, hopefully it'll be a lot closer and obviously a lot more entertaining. But for y'all personally, let me know what games y'all looking forward to the most. I'd love to hear it on Instagram, TikTok, wherever. Just make sure to let me know what game are y'all looking forward to the most. But anyway, guys, I hope y'all have a fantastic rest of y'all's week. I hope y'all made sure to check out the NFL NFL Week 5 preview, which came out a little bit earlier today. And, you know, just we you know, like once again, we preview all the action for the NFL week. But, guys, thank you again for all the support you've shown me on just liking posts, listening to episodes, rating episodes, rating the, you know, just everything that y'all do to help better the podcast. Seriously, it means the world to me. I'm so thankful to be able to have y'all as supporters. So, Anyway, guys, I hope y'all have a fantastic rest of y'all's week. I hope I hope y'all make sure to watch plenty of college football, and I will see y'all back here on Sunday for the recap of all of the action from week six of the 2022 college football season. So see y'all guys then, and have a great, and I mean a great weekend. Peace, guys.